Ahoy, Tony Malazzo, you are live and on board from beautiful Marina Del Rey Harbor. And my guest today, live and on board, is Andy Wagner. Woohoo! All right, Andy. <laughs> Thank you for coming down to the water. Are you kidding me? A chance to come down to see a boat and hang out in the sun? Why wouldn't I? See Excellent. you? Ooh, Come on. Thank you. This is fun. Yeah, Andy and I have worked together before. Yes, we have. She's a really, really funny lady. She's mm -hmm. a comedian. She's an actress. Uh, she's a mom. I'm a wife, a mother. Why? Mother? Did I leave anything out? Wife, mother, actress, comedian, adventure seeker. What else? Adventure seeker. Uh-oh, she seeker. came to the right place. She's seeker on board Bella Note. Right. All right. Yeah, we're going to have to do some sailing adventures with you. I'm talking about. All right, some exploration. Yes. All right, so we're down here in Marina Del Rey Harbor. It's a beautiful day. She's on board the boat. Now we hold her hostage. <laughs> <laughs> I can't leave. If you could see, I've got my, uh, I've got the, the, uh, my my ankles are shackled. Mm-hmm. She's um, all she's all chained up in the galley. Chained Arr. up in the galley. Arr, bring up the gimp. Yeah, we're not gonna let her leave now. <laughs> so, have you boated before? Any boating? I have. My uncle is an avid boater in the Poconos of Pennsylvania, and he has a, two boats on Lake Wall and Polpack. Oh, okay. So we boat a lot. I went to school in Miami, University of Miami, mm. and it's all I've always been told: don't get your own boat. Have friends who own boats. So I made sure that I made a lot of friends <laughs> that had boats. Smart move. So we would go to the Keys, and we would water ski, Ooh. and I had the best four years of my life living in Miami and going to college and good, boating. Good for you. Yeah. Yeah, boating is a lot... I, I think it's a lot better in Miami, because you can go places, there's things you can do, there's, yeah. everything's on the water. Everything's on the water. You just yeah. pull up to the, right, anywhere on, there's bars everywhere along the beach, along yeah. the coast. Yeah, Marina Del Rey here is beautiful, but I, I heard back maybe in the 80s, you were able to pull up at, next to restaurants, right. and this place was no, happening. Yeah, no longer. But it's no longer mm -hmm. happening. No. No. I mean, it's happening because we're here. Marina yes. Del Rey is still happening. Yes. It's happening because Live and On Board is recorded from Marina Del Rey Harbor, so it's, it's still happening. Tony Malazzo's boat is <laughs> happening. That's right. It is happening. And it's ready for adventure, so you're going to have to come sailing with us. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah? I'm Any ready. other water sports that you like? I love... I'm a scuba diver. I'm certified. Oh. I'm a certified scuba diver. When I first met my husband, one of the questions he asked was, do you scuba dive? And I said... No, but I snorkel. He said, well, if we get married and we go on a honeymoon and we're going to go somewhere exotic, you got to learn how to scuba dive. And I said, bring it on. So I was certified and we went to Fiji. Oh, so nice. I, so I went diving in Fiji, went diving in Costa Rica, yeah. um, Channel Islands in the kelp forest. Mm -hmm. That's, that was fun. Um, Florida. So yeah, I love any, I'm, I'm a water sign. My birthday's July 18th. Oh, okay. And anything having to do with water, I'm all about it. I'm all about water skiing and snorkeling and jet skiing. Did a lot mm. of that in mm -hmm. Florida. Um, diving. Yeah, I have no fear of the water. I learned how to swim in the water, in the ocean. My grandfather, when I was younger, he didn't believe in swimming lessons. They didn't believe in spending money mm -hmm. on things. Why would you spend money on a swimming lesson when I could just throw you in the ocean and yeah. teach you how to yeah. swim? That's how I was taught how to swim. Right? Just kept throwing me in. Throwing me in. I was we, like four drowning. Yeah. My mother was screaming. Oh, my God. And my uncle it, was like, that's how you learn. <laughs> Same exact thing. 
Exa- oh, that's exactly it what must happened. Must be Italian. It's must an be Italian. Italian. It's an Italian, it's an Italian thing. It's an Italian thing. That and always backing into a parking lot <laughs> for a quick getaway. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. Never keep you back to the door. Never keep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god one one way boat ride no yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny very cool so have you been out boating right here in this harbor or no have you gone out yet no the only thing i've done is uh stand up paddle boarding from oh, this harbor okay. yeah i do yeah. stand up paddle that's a big sport right it now. it is a big sport it's really catching oh, on now it's a sport well i mean it takes a week it's it's core. It's, it's a big core. core workout. It's a big core workout. Right. It's yeah, it's not think, really a water sport. I mean, I mean, you're in the water, but what do you really do? You I know, guess if you're riding the waves like surfers do, which right, I don't. Right. I'm not okay. into the riding the waves yet. Um, but yeah, as long as you can stand up and not fall in, that's yeah. the goal of. Yeah, I always see a line of them going out the entrance to the harbor. Yes. And they don't have any life jackets on. No. Which confuses me because. I get pulled over. You have to have life jackets, a horn, flares. That's funny. And you're on a, a paddle board with no life jacket uh-huh. and a paddle standing up. You know, now that you mention it. No one sees a problem? I see that you're right. There's a problem there. <laughs> because let's say the, the board starts to float away uh-huh. and you only have the paddle. Uh-huh. Which is pulling you down. What do you do? What are you, what are you doing? I, I don't know. You're right. There's no rules. It's There's not no fair. laws. They're going to have to come up with something now with this new sport. It's not fair. You're yeah, right. But who wants to wear... I hate they wearing They need to be regulated. Jackets. Well, neither do I, but you have to have them. Uh, Maybe just the inflatable, some sort Maybe of something pouch, around the waist. Something. something. Yeah. Well, yeah. why don't we invent something? We, we'll have to. We'll have to. Um, so, entertainment. Mm. Uh, I work with you in stand-up. Mm-hmm. I haven't worked with you in acting yet. Mm. Um, I know you do commercials, too. Mm-hmm. Um, talk to me a little bit about that. Like, what are you doing? What's your interest? What, what's happening with uh, your acting? Maybe. You know, it's interesting. I think what's great about stand-up comedy is when you do it, and you do it enough, you get really comfortable being in front of an audience. You get comfortable being on stage. And most importantly, you get comfortable improvising. Because if you forget your joke or somebody yells something out in the audience, you've got to be able to address that person, talk to that person, listen, and then get back to your set. So I think the listening skills of being a comedian um, has made me a better actor, better actress. Because I now am, first of all, I also have more confidence. Because I think Mm -hmm. we were having this discussion before we actually were on, on the air that... A lot of casting directors like comics to come in and audition for them because uh-huh. they know that we are confident. We're, we're used to being in a large group with a bunch of people staring at us, a bunch of strangers, and it doesn't rattle us. Uh-huh. And a lot of casting directors like comics because when they audition for them, they will come up with improvised uh-huh. lines. They won't just stick with the script. You know, I think when you walk in on an audition, one of the questions that's important to ask is, can I have fun with it? Can I have fun with the script? And if they say yes, then that's your carte blanche to add some of your own personality and make it better, make it more fun. Yeah, make it your own. Make it your mm-hmm. own. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of um, actors, when they audition, whether it's, I don't know, commercials, they are afraid to sort of put their own personality in and they get stuck on looking at, at what's just on the page and that's it. Yeah. And I got into commercials because I took an act or a comedy class and my comedy instructor was talking to the class about how many auditions he goes on and how many commercials he books. And I thought, well, hey, if he's getting out there and he's in his mid-50s, 
uh, I'm not dead yet, you know, I'm in my mid-40s, and I'm still in shape. I've got I've got a 10-year-old who keeps me on my toes, but mm -hmm. why not go out for the mom roles? Uh, if you look at commercials, there are, are a those lot. Those hot mom roles. The milf, <laughs> the milf roles. She's a hot mom. The milf roles, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think it was a great move, if I do say so myself. Mm -hmm. I listened to him when he was talking about these auditions, and I said to him, "I go, hey, how how about giving me the name and number of your agent, and maybe you could put in a good word for me, and maybe I can get a meeting." And he said, "Absolutely, I'll give you his name and number." That's your first step. I mean, you get the yeah. name of an agent. But I, I ask people in the business when I want to switch agents or I'm yeah. shopping for an agent and they say, oh, no, I, I, I can't or, oh, no, they're not looking for anybody. I oh, think that's no. bullshit. I think, who, who, how do I know that? It is. Well, how do I know what exactly. my agent is Well, they is don't want for? you to have their agent. That's bullshit. I, I don't believe in competition. It's like a I shut down. They no. shut you down. I think that, I think, good, I think the more I can help others the more it will come back to me. I agree. It's I karma. Always do. Well, I always you do. do. You are amazing. I and that's, do that. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm so grateful to you because I'll never forget, I saw one of your billings for a show that you were producing. Was hmm. it Women... Was it oh, Dirty Divas. Dirty Divas. And I was at Westside Comedy Theater watching a show and I saw your flyer and I noted the date and I went, that's really interesting that he has comedians who must be dirty. And, you know, my set's not super clean. So I thought that might be a really nice show to do. And I remembered the name and the show. And I went that night and I made a point to introduce myself to you. Mm -hmm. And you were that. so gracious. And you said, listen, give me your name and number. Here's my email. Send me some of your footage. And I can't promise you anything. But if I like your stuff, maybe I'll get you on a show. Mm -hmm. And you did. And not everybody would do that. Yeah. You know? Several shows later. We've done at least three shows together. Yeah, right yeah at least. Yeah. So it, I, so You're I, a funny lady, though. Thank you are you. hilarious. I appreciate that. You are hilarious. Thank you so much. Yeah, and I could tell you were really humorous when you came up to me and your personality. And that means a lot. I was like, yeah, no, they've got to get this lady on. And I had ball, it takes balls to walk up to somebody who you don't know mm -hmm. and to have confidence in yourself and say, hey, I want, I want to do a show with yeah. you. Oh. And I want you to take a look at my stuff and, and let me did. know. And you did. And we did. So I think it's really important for all of us in the industry to help each other. That's what it's about. Yeah. So he was really gracious, too, in giving me the name. He's like, absolutely call my agent. Because, listen, the agent, A, didn't have to call me back. No. B, he didn't have to interview me. And even if he did and he didn't like me, it's no skin off his back. Exactly. And it's no skin off the back of the of the teacher who gave me the name and number. If anything, when they did sign me, they called him and said, hey, thank you. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Oh, yeah. When I, when I do a referral, it comes back to me. Exactly. Oh, yeah. You turn them on to some talented people, especially you're talented. I Thank wouldn't you. hesitate to turn you on to my age. Yeah. Thank you. Well, you know, Fabulous, because I, I, you know, I'm, I, I'll be looking for a theatrical agent. That's how it starts. Yeah, of course. You know, I like that it starts commercially. It gets your feet wet. So where did it start? Like, when did you get bitten by the bug? When did you oh. realize? Like, like I, I was pushed into it by the family at a very, very young age. Yeah. Um, a lot of families say, oh no, 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 that's not for you. There's all different stories when I have people on my shows. What's your story with entertainment? Yeah, I admire your story that you were. It was celebrated for you to get into dance and for you to go into theater. And you were your parents and grandparents supported you. Yes. I've had full family support. Since Which is amazing. Four. I think a lot of people, a lot of kids, if you ask them, don't have that. Mm -hmm. And I had an unconventional 
childhood where my grandparents raised me. My mom was on her third marriage. My father took off, so I never met my dad. And my mother just wasn't able to take care of a child. I think she basically had a nervous breakdown. And my grandparents said, we'll take her in. And they had already raised three kids, and they were in their 60s. Hmm. So my grandfather was old-school Italian. He had done some things in vaudeville. And what I'm thinking is, I think he always wanted to be an entertainer. But he didn't have the support, and he didn't. And he actually was the man of business manager for Rocky Marciano. Oh, wow. So that was his sort of closest thing to entertainment was being, you know, with Rocky Marciano. Yeah. And that I'm, was his... I'm a big fan of Rocky are you Marciano. Big, we didn't even oh, talk yeah. about this before oh, yeah, we got yeah. on and board. boxing. We talked a little bit... A little about boxing. About boxing and the Stallones, but... Uh, That's right. We would watch Rocky Marciano old fights on Friday really? nights at the house over and over and over and pick them apart. Oh, my know? gosh. I should have brought... I've got photos of him holding <laughs> me as a baby. And Ingemar Johansson is another another fighter. Really? So I've got these crazy photos of me as a baby. Do you have that on your Facebook? No, but I. You know oh, what? You need that. I'll do a throwback Thursday. Yeah, and I'll, okay. But but see, a lot of people don't even know who that is unless you're into boxing. The real Rocky. Yeah. That, that's Rocky. That's the, why Rocky was called Rocky. So right. So that's the Stallone was. Rocky Marciano fan, you know? Yeah, so I don't usually tell a lot of people that because they don't either, they don't get it. They don't know who he yeah. is or if they're not into boxing. So so I do think my grandfather did have his foot in entertainment, and for whatever reason, it didn't work out. So that when I was younger, and I used to sit and watch television shows, he used to have me watch Benny Hill. Do you remember the Benny Hill show? I couldn't sit through them years ago, and now I actually find them funny, oh, but I, I couldn't sit through them when well, I was Well, I had no choice because it I was... not my thing. I didn't get it. All the jokes went over my head, but I was sitting there watching them with him and watching Merv Griffin and Michael Douglas and all these talk shows, and I wanted to be an entertainer. And even in high school, I was in the plays. Um, I won an award in one of the high school plays for Best Supporting Actress, and they didn't... It, it, it wasn't celebrated. It wasn't, it was not, it was, oh, that's nice. So I sort of suppressed that whole acting thing, and I moved out to California from Miami. I actually was on the dating game. I was a contestant on the dating oh. game. And that was my free trip in my junior year of college to get to California. And once I the was... dating game. The dating game. With, yeah. It was with Jeff McGregor. And sitting there on the dating game, once I felt the the energy of the set and the directors and the stage managers and in the makeup chair, I was like, this is it. This is, I've got to do, this is great. This is exactly what I want to do. But that little voice from my grandfather in my head was, you can't be an actress. You can't do, you've got to have a real job that gets you a, a paycheck on a weekly basis. And if you're an actor, you are, who, how are you going to pay the bills? So I remembered that. And after working on, after being on the dating game, I begged the executive producer to let me intern on the dating game and from that I continued to work on game shows like Love Connection and I worked mm -hmm. with Rack Clark and Dick Clark on People People Are Funny and Kids Say the Darndest Things and all of these different shows and then I worked for MTV and I was a contestant coordinator behind, I was always behind the scenes even though I wanted to be in front of the scenes I was always behind the scenes and on this one day when I was behind the scenes I was getting the contestants ready we were shooting a pilot which as you know a pilot is shot before they put all the money into the regular right. shows and the person who they had chosen to be the co-host uh, they had already chosen a host but they had the co-host she came in drunk from the night before oh. and she couldn't remember her lines and it was a pop culture trivia game show. She didn't have that many lines. It was, hey, welcome to Trashed. That was the name of the show. Yeah. And um, they fired her on the spot and looked at me and said, 
Andrea, Andy, you get up there, you do it. Because I had done all the run-throughs with all the contestants. So I knew mm -hmm. how to... And what, there you go. You know, it happens, it, timing's everything. Right we just had this at the right time. Being at the right place at the right time, a little bit of luck, talent, and having the chutzpah or the balls to get up and do it. Because I could have looked at them and went, oh my God, I, I, I'm not going to get up there. I, I did say, but who's going to take care of the contestants? They're like, don't worry about that. Go into makeup, go into wardrobe, <laughs> get up get there. You'll a production assistant for that. <laughs> yeah, duh. Yeah, but I was an intern. <laughs> I, was, I was conscientious. I wanted to make sure that the contestants were taken care of. And that Funny. was, I will, I'll never forget, I didn't even have an agent. But I had a friend. Actually, it was, a, it was an acting director by the name of David Beard. And he said, listen, I've got a, I got a friend who's an agent at William Morris. They'll make your deal. John Farreter. John Farreter was new. He was fresh. He's like, I'll sign her on. She's already got the gig at MTV. $650 a show. And I thought that was huge money. <laughs> huge. Are you kidding? Uh -huh. I was like 23 years old. So, living large, signed by William Morris. Long story short, you know, you go on auditions. If you don't get, you don't nail something within the year, you're no longer the yeah. color of the month, the yeah. flavor of the month. Oh, yeah. And I... Fall back. Yep. In so the B and C file. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So back to waiting tables. Uh -huh. And I was like, screw this. And then I went back into production again. And I didn't start to think about getting on stage or doing something in front of the camera until after I had a child, until I had a midlife crisis and my son was eight years old and I was falling into a deep depression and I looked at myself in the mirror and I looked at, and I was like, is this as good as it gets? Is this it? Is it just, not that I don't love being a mother because I do, yeah. but when you put your own enjoyment or life aside and you put 110% into this one little being, it's not healthy. It's not... It's not good for yourself or for the marriage, because happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. um, happy wife, have better, better mother. Mm -hmm. And I remember sitting on an airplane and the flight attendant telling us, when the oxygen mask comes down, put it on yourself first, then the child. Where I think mm. a lot of moms, we forget that. You know, I think, I don't know whether it's society makes us feel guilty that we've got to pour all of our time and energy into our child. And then when they're in college and we're already old, haggard, fat, tired in our 50s, <laughs> right? <laughs> so anyway, um, I had an epiphany and I realized that either I was going to go on Prozac and Lexapro and continue getting facials during the day and, <laughs> and letting my life pass me by or go after my dream. Well, I'm glad you picked Go After Your Dream. So I picked Go After My Dream, and it was just a fluke that it happened to be comedy because uh, I didn't know what the hell to do. I didn't even know that I was going to be in comedy. And I yeah. had a friend who was a casting director, and she said, I'm casting the show for Nigel Lithgow and Rita Rudner. Why don't you come in and read? It's called Funny Moms. It's a pilot. It's a presentation. Uh -huh. It's not even a pilot. But they're looking for moms who are funny. They wanted to make like a reality, a reality show. Right. That's what's cheap. Uh -huh. That's what everyone's doing now. Yeah. And um, I called up a friend who was a comic, and I said, you got to help me write some jokes. I've never done this before in my life. I went online. I bought a book. Judy something had this Judy. I don't even know her name, but she was a comic. She wrote a couple books. I pulled the book out, read the book front to back, yeah. um, and taught myself how to write a couple jokes. 
and auditioned for uh, Nigel Lithgow and, and Rita Rudner, and the show never went anywhere. I never heard back. I did fly out to Vegas to perform in front of them with uh, 20 other girls, but what that did was it ignited something. It opened... It's sort of, I like to say, the beast within was awakened. It, something happened on that stage when I was telling jokes, and there were only three people in the audience. It was Nigel Lithgow and Rita Rudner and the PA, which to me is harder to have to tell jokes. Oh, yeah. I in mean, the are you, room. No, yeah, you yeah, got yeah, three, three people staring at you, and uh -huh. they're purposely not laughing because they want to see how you handle the pressure. Right. And you just got to keep going. You know, you, you just have to pretend that you hear the laughter and you just keep putting all into your jokes. And I came, I got off stage and it felt like I had just done three lines of coke. <laughs> I felt like I was back in Miami in college. Um, and I was like, oh my God, I love this. This is great. I want to continue to do this. I went to Flappers, took a 10-week comedy course because I needed to learn how to write jokes. I think right. a lot of comics these days, they think they can just get up on stage and talk and tell stories. Yeah. But there's structure. There is. There's structure. Yeah. And if you can learn the joke structure, you'll be a better comic, uh -huh. I think. You'll have some comics who will uh -huh. disagree and say, no. You know, because sometimes when you take a class, yeah. it throws everything off. I think it's good to have a little You need bit to of learn that. rhythm, tempo, timing, uh, the setup. Exactly. The Punchline. Punch. You need to know like, how to deliver it. How to deliver. How to have weave, tags. How to become a good weaver and weave your stories, your jokes. Exactly. Transitions. Transitions. All of it. And then the rest comes when you do all the open mics a lot and you keep going mm -hmm. out and then you learn and you make mistakes. And, and if you're a good actress and an improver, that uh -huh. brings a lot to the table too. Brings a lot to the table. Because both ways. Both ways. Both ways. For the comedy and the comedy for the acting. Right. So right. you find yourself you're a way better actress now? I do. Because I, I'm not as nervous. I, you know, and again, I'm not in my 20s, which I think mm -hmm. helps too. Really? Yeah. You look like you're in your 20s. Oh, God bless you. Thank you. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I, but I have to say, and this is so funny, but nutrition is everything I'm learning. The more you eat healthy, I swear you can chop off at least five years. If mm -hmm. you stay away from the caffeine and the yeah. sugar and the crap and the... I've been screwing up lately. Oh, I, no. I, I, got, I got a gut... I've been eating cake and cookies See, and all no, the crap. That's I'm the just, yeah, I fell, I fell off my whole off workout the, thing. But you'll feel I'm better. Still working out, but not as consistent. But Two or three times a week, it's like spinning your wheels when yeah. you're eating chocolate it, bars it, and cake. You, it's not enough. You're spinning your wheels. Everyone thinks that they could work out so they could eat like shit, and it's oh, yeah. the opposite. Some, I, I was watching somebody the other day. Oh, I'm going to the gym. Can't wait to go eat the gym. Can't wait to go. They drink. Drink. This isn't eat. You really have to be careful what you drink. A couple thousand calories in front of me in like a half hour. Oh, yeah. Three or four different things from the fridge, pouring straight up milk. Oh, yeah. Then I was I was watching this going, wow, that was like more than a day's calories and a half hour of liquid. And a lot of sugar, probably. And they're going to go work out? Right. What's the purpose? It's not. It's don't more bother. About, no, don't bother. Don't bother. It's the food. Go eat and drink yourself to death already. <laughs> and the alcohol. It's, I mean, the alcohol puts on the pounds. Oh, yeah. You know, so I stopped drinking alcohol. I'm not a alcohol. big drinker. I never was a big drinker. I don't, I don't like the way I feel yeah. the next morning. Yeah. The older you like get, the next morning sucks even harder. I know you've, everybody's listened to the show and has even caught me drinking on the show because <laughs> I had Alan Finn. And come on, he, uh, you know, Russian, Armenia, 
Yeah, so the, the vodka, vodka came out immediately. The we vodka. Were doing vodka, vodka shots. orange juice, straight vodka. I, all I got to announce was we're live and on board. There were <laughs> shots already. I was like, well, this show's going out. Jeez, <laughs> 11 o'clock in the out. morning? Are you oh, kidding? Oh, it was 9.30 or 10 when we did that show. And then did you take a boat ride, too, afterwards? <laughs> no, we were in shape for a boat ride. Oh it was no. <laughs> I kept saying, don't do not do this at home, folks. No yeah, boating no. and drinking. No. no boating and drinking. You can't even boat. You the can't. boat was at the dock. <laughs> yeah no. so you're not a party girl huh not, not any no girl. not anymore so when you're at the comedy store i know you perform there the yes. world's famous comedy store sunset strip yes i've performed there so you don't hang around afterwards and do shots with all the other comics and i do not go to hell with yourself i can't because i am still a mother i am like that movie punchline from back in the 80s with sally field and tom hanks remember that yeah, 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 this yeah, yeah. middle middle-aged <laughs> housewife just one day took her fuzzy slippers off threw the dirty dishes in the sink took off the oven mitts and said fuck it i'm gonna do something for myself for once and i'm gonna go do stand-up unfortunately you still have to come home and do the fucking dishes and take care of the kid and get him to school on time and make the lunches and the snacks so oh, yeah. it's finding that balance uh, you're gonna be a mom forever too, i'm so. going once yeah you're a mom forever and and again i love being a mom he's i i was smart enough to only have one mm. because i knew that if i had more than one it would throw me over the edge i'm i'm just that type of person that's yeah. got to have one and um with with the amount of work that it takes to just have yeah. one, um, I can't stay after the comedy and drink with the, with the comics. And, you know, coming home at one in the morning, yeah. it was tough for me. So does your husband pick up some of the slack for you, though? He does. He does. It's a boy. It's, it's a boy. Son, right? So that I'm, I'm blessed. Good dad. Great dad. I must have done something really good in another life. I'm not <laughs> even kidding. Because I struck gold with this guy. I mean, he's a hard worker. He's a film editor. He's in the, yeah, he's in the entertainment industry. He's in the entertainment industry. He is the most humble man. He will not tell you what he does. And even when you ask him, he flies under the radar because he's not, he's not good that... Good for him. Yeah. And he's worked on some of the big films that you've been yeah. an actor and, oh, in. Oh, yeah, yeah. We worked on Titanic, Titanic. together. Titanic, um, yeah. Yes. And he's worked on what? Armageddon? He's worked on Armageddon. He's worked on Pearl Harbor. He's worked on Speed Racer. He just did Transformers 3, Transformers 4. He just did. He's working on Terminator wow. right now. We're going to have to have him on the show. Maybe with you. I know, Maybe the right? two of you another time. Uh, It'd be fun. You think he'd come out? I don't know. I don't know. I'd probably have to blow he, him. Yeah. <laughs> Well, as your husband, you should be doing that anyway. Yeah. At least on his birthday. At least on Labor Day. <laughs> Labor Day. <laughs> it still work. I love that one. <laughs> it still work. Oh. Ba dum bum. This lady is a very funny lady. If you don't know Andy Wagner, or even if you do, you have to check her out. So I know they can Google you. Everybody yeah, can Google they have, you. I got right. a website. It's prettyfunnymom.com. Um, and I'm on, yeah, YouTube. I'm on your channel, the Rat Pack channel. Yeah, Rat Pack Comedy on Rat YouTube. Rat Pack Comedy and Facebook. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. And they could Twitter you on Twitter. Twi I'm on that? Tweet Me. I'm on Pretty Funny Mom. I'm oh, on okay. Instagram. I just started. I was getting overwhelmed with all the social media. Yeah, it must just be so my much age. There's, there's a lot of it's, it. I'm um, kind of overwhelmed. Right? Too, it's, it's overwhelming with the tweeting and the Instagram yeah. and the Facebook. So I should be apologizing right now because and the uh, Vine. this is Tony Moazzo live on Twitter also. And yes. I, I don't tweet enough. I, oh, I, no. I know, guys. You, you guys have to tweet more to me, and I will tweet back. You got to tweet back. I will back. tweet back. I just don't tweet enough. 
Yeah, you need to tweet. I'm a twat. You're a twat if you don't tweet. (laughs) (laughs) As long as you're twatting, it's okay if you're not tweeting. Exactly. Now, we're going to have to go in a minute, but uh, before we go, I have to ask you this. Okay. Um, We've heard some of the past. We've heard some of the present. Mm. Now, what I want to hear is... What does the future hold? Do you have certain goals that you want to reach? Do you are you, do you pressure yourself over it? Is there some place you're going? Where do you see yourself one year, five year, ten year from now? Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot a of big questions, question. but it's kind of all in one that's for you to very, just run with and say whatever you want. That's an encompassing question. Yeah. Here's what I learned. I read a book by Eckhart Tolle called The Power of Now, and what his book taught me is that. All that really matters is right now. What is this instant? Because this can be taken away. I could step off your boat right now, fall in the water, hit my head, have a concussion, and that's end of story. So I focus on the now. Uh, do I think of the future and say, do I have dreams? Would I like to be on a sitcom? Absolutely. Would I like to someday be on a Disney show that so my son can watch his Disney show? And I'm a mom on the, on the Disney television. Absolutely. But what's important for me is that Um, I'm healthy. I'm happy. I enjoy life. I live to the fullest. Mm -hmm. I give back. I I believe in karma. Uh, I believe in kindness. I say hi to strangers. I smile to strangers. I want to make it a better place, a better world. And it's, again, it's about the now. It's focusing on the now. And, And that's all that I'm really concerned about right now we're talking about how we met too that's probably a key factor in how we met because uh you had great energy great person very friendly smiley sincere sincere genuine rare in la eye contact really taking the time that will get you far so please always be yourself always be what happens here that's the best that's for everybody best advice just be yourself do what you love do what you love you'll never have to work a day in your life do what you yeah. love and the money will come yeah. you know I'm almost annoyed when people say to me about auditions and stuff did you get it did you get it I do them as performances and don't look back that's it and if they contact you it's like wow and you go do it If you know it's it's all about I'm loving it yeah I love the auditions oh my god you're the, the only process. I love to me love I'm it. acting I yeah. every audition I'm entertaining I'm every entertaining audition. every audition I make friends I shake hands yes. I leave my card yes I'm and, having a great time and even if you think you're not right for the role yeah. even if you think you had a shitty read you never yeah. know what that person in the room yeah. is going to work on next yeah. and they're going to think of you for the next project i mean i don't want to say you know i i was just going to say i don't care if i get the role but i mean it's nice to get the role yes and it's nice to do something you love and get to do it on a regular basis but but you, I'm you still walk having in fun doing and if you walk in with that attitude like i yeah. don't care it almost it's better in a way oh, you're yeah. not desperate oh, you're yeah. not showing desperation all these other actors are competing oh. they're talking to each other outside the way i don't talk to anybody i separate myself from the crowd go do where nobody really? else is yeah at auditions, I separate myself from everybody else. Interesting. That I do not socialize, smile. Really? No, I'm the man. I'm the opposite. I yeah. will sit there, and but I will smile at everyone, and I will put yeah. people at ease and know that I'm not here to compete. Yeah. And I, and I, I feel like those people are trying to distract me. Taking really? my eye off the yeah, taking my eye off the ring, off the golden ring. You know, really? What I'm going for. Interesting. Distract you. I can't make my same choices. I'm not focused. Oh. It gives me the edge. I want the edge. I like to observe. I observe all the other actors and I can listen. And sometimes I observe what 
what goes on before they walk in to the room and I'll hear something the director might say to them as they're walking in yeah. that they might not say to me when I walk in. So I'm kind of like, I like to Picking be this, up on things. yeah, I like to yeah. be this kind of fly on the wall. Yeah. You that know, gives you the edge. It, it does, but I understand, I see your point too. I see the, the importance of sort of zoning out, just being in your own zone. Yeah. 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 Hmm. And it's not, it's not even like, you know, I'm the superstar thing and I have a huge ego. No. Well, well, maybe it is. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you? No. My friends would go, no, no, Tony, a big ego? No. 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 <laughs> that gets you the roll sometimes. <laughs> yes, it does. And you, and again, we were talking instinct. Yeah. God, trust your gut. Trust your instinct. Yeah. Go with it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Always trust your instinct because it knows. Yeah. You already have the answer inside. You just listen. Yeah. Good stuff. Good, good, good stuff. to leave off that way. Right? We're going to have you back. I'd love to come back. And we're going to do some boating? Uh, let's sail away. Plenty of adventure. Plenty, plenty of adventure. You're a fun lady. Thank you. And really funny. Go check her out. Go support her and her shows. Check her out on YouTube. Give her an email. I'm sure she'll get right back yeah, to you, too. Yeah, Google me. A-N-D-I. Wagner. There you go. All right. Uh, I'm going to take us out. Sweet. You've been with Andy Wagner. And Tony Malazzo, live and on board in beautiful Marina del Rey Harbor. Oh, boy. Thank you.